The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, y'all, we're talking about the return of the big man. Some incredible scoring performances and skill league-wide and the dopest things in the NBA. With our guest today, Megan Gailey, I'm Miles Gray. I'm Jack O'Brien. And And this this is Miles Miles and and Jack Jack Got Mad Boosties. (laughs) (laughs) Miles, should we get right into it? How are you? Uh, we have a basketball podcast now. Yes. That's exciting. Um, the number one rated bod- uh, basketball podcast, I believe. Number uh, one rated bod as well. Uh, yeah, a, a podcast as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are thrilled to be joined by a brilliant and talented comedian yes. uh, and a diehard Indiana Pacers fan. Yes. It is. Megan Gailey! Megan! Wow. Hi, guys. What's up? How are you, Megan? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. 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 We were so excited to uh, be able to have you join one of our early episodes. You are one of the hardest of core basketball fans that we know. And also you are nine months pregnant. Is that something you're talking about? I'm nine months pregnant. Yeah. People know. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm nine (laughs) months pregnant. The baby has so much Pacers gear. Um, (laughs) Oh, oh, it was really funny because like when we first found out, the first two things my husband, CJ, bought, who's also a, a huge NBA fan, was a Lakers 
onesie and a Pacers onesie. And the yeah. Pacers onesie came immediately. Like they Ooh. were like, we got a new fan. Ship it, ship <laughs> right. it, ship it. And the Lakers onesie, I think, is not even here yet. Like they're like, we'll get to it <laughs> right. when we get to it. I remember getting like a robe for my friend's baby, like a Laker robe, because I was also be like, I must inoculate the child with the Laker fandom. And it was like seven weeks past when the gift would have been appropriate. When and he I could seemed wear like, it. yeah, I was like, it seemed like I was lying. And I was like, I got you a gift. It's like back ordered. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like showing up empty handed and stuff. And I'm like, don't worry, it's, it's on its way. No, it's time sensitive with, this, with these little babes. And our little babe, his middle name is actually going to be a former Pacers player's first name. We are named yeah. Meta? Yeah, Meta. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> Meta, yeah. No, I'll give you a hint. It's a former, my my husband is a, well, he's a front runner. He has no loyalty. It's a, it's truly shocking. I even married him, but um, he's a Lakers fan now. Grew up a diehard Bulls fan in Erie, Pennsylvania. Whatever. Okay. Um, so it's a it's card. a player who was on the Pacers, who then was on the Bulls. I share that journey with him, by the way. I feel sure. like a lot of people in the '90s, for some reason, I don't know, there was yeah. something about the Bulls that was just like I didn't do it. I said I was born here. This is yeah. who I root for. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Look. As a and how do you girl. Even, how do you balance that too when you raise a child? Because I feel like usually one parent is like, I don't care if they're the yeah. fan of this team, but you're going into this, both parents, both having their own team and you're starting a family. Mm -hmm. How do you even balance the, the influence of one parent to be like, are you like low key being like, check out these, check out these highlight tapes, check mm -hmm. out these ones. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I can be brainwashing him right now because I'm the only one spending time with him. So <laughs> I do, I, you know, I definitely will um, whisper to him sometimes, don't trust your father. Um, but <laughs> CJ was like, okay, so he'll be Pacers, Bulls, Lakers. And I go, no, you can pick a team and I'll pick a team and then we'll see where the cards fall. Right. Um, we're both all in on him loving John Moran. Like, yes. I think that will line up. So you're a good parent. I think that will line up timing wise. It's like LeBron's going to be a grandfather by the time this um, baby is aware. So I'm like, okay, he'll be a jaw fan. I love Zion. Um, yeah. I, and I, this baby is very big. 99th percentile. <laughs> so wow. it's a little Zion. So I think we're, we're going to be player forward. And then I have a feeling since we live in Los Angeles, he's probably going to like the Lakers. Um, and, and, and that's okay. And, and I, and I'll go, <laughs> but you know what? You can have an Eastern conference team too. And yeah, if right. he, and if he does not pick the Pacers as that team, I'll go, you cannot have an Eastern conference. Right. Team. Uh, unfortunately right, right, right. that uh, privilege has been revoked. But um, like when people are like, you're sports fans, like someone gave us a Carmelo Knicks, onesie and it's like there's not a world where my dad will let him wear this like it's, right. it's not like it's not just like any team will do it's like there right. are kind of like strict but i'm like i guess if i take him to new york and he's nine months then he can wear this little because it's they're all so cute right <laughs> they're all so <laughs> funny know. and cute that it's gonna i'm gonna be hard pressed but he's got a he's got a pretty sick sneaker collection amazing already oh. like that's an interesting question like jaw obviously but like 
the league is like moving so fast. Right? Yeah. Like I. Oh yeah. I don't know. That's something that we're going to end up talking about. Is you know our uh, super producer Jabari was asking the question like, has the league ever been this young and skilled? Like, yeah. and I feel like a big part of that is like the young folks coming in and like being so good so quickly. I was. Yeah. I was even thinking about like Trey and Luca have. This is only They're their like fourth now. season. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, I mean, Mello feels old in a way. I I went to Purdue and I love Jaden Ivey. Um, and I think there's a chance he may end up being drafted by the Pacers if they have any idea what's good for them. <laughs> and so I have friends that are already like, I'm going to get Pacers season tickets and I've never done that. And and if he becomes sort of the new Ja Morant, I think he, he probably ends up being like, a little bit less of a personality, but he has modeled his hair and his game. And his mom was a Grizzlies assistant. And he said he followed every single thing John Moran did, like what he ate, how he walked, what he was wearing. Like he loves him too. But I'm like, we're going to get, we're now getting little carbon copies of yeah. these young guys too. And even right. old carbon copies. Like, I don't know if you can see my eyebrow, but I'm doing, I'm pulling the jaw eyebrow look. oh yeah you're doing the um <laughs> yeah the, which is a throw those back in there? to when yeah. we were in high school for sure yeah unfortunately i just look like old vanilla ice but the first thing that we like to ask you megan what is the wildest thing you've ever seen somebody do on a basketball court i gotta go reggie mm-hmm. he's my team's patron saint but we we have a onesie of this and it's Oh my gosh, so special. When I when I opened it, I started to cry. And it is the like the X's and O's breakdown of Reggie scoring eight points in eight point nine seconds. Oh, on wow. a one Z. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was uh I remember uh being in maybe I think fifth grade and watching that and not believing that someone could like so energetically just be like, I have to score eight points right now. Yeah. And like just the sheer will, especially that second three that he hits, you're like, oh, okay, this is, this is, this is, this is something that we're seeing that's superhuman. Yeah. Houston and Utah tied at two early. We'll be going there at the conclusion of this game. They're already talking about the game, the game being over. I know. Actually, that is short of the record for both teams. Everybody knows they're going to try and get Miller it to Reggie. And he got it. Nothing. He don't Quick care. Pop. Yeah. And it's 105-102. And a steal. Oh. Miller <laughs> same place. Woo! Yeah, right he back to the same place. And the footwork to like back yeah. up that quickly He's is... just so cool and fun. Yeah. Yeah. Just an ultimate an ultimate showman. And is this where he did the choke mo- the That choke? was the year before. That was yeah. the year before. Like and the and- choke is I honestly asked CJ if we could have a mural of the choke in the baby's room. And he, <laughs> and he was like, you know, babies choke sometimes. Right. right. So yeah. maybe we shouldn't. I was like, fair, fair. <laughs> Just have that haunting image of a regiment like ah, over your child. like. But him doing the choke was definitely in their mind as they were trying to inbound yeah. the ball. You know, it's truly written like. Shakespeare, you yeah, know, like right. we're we're all in the entertainment biz. It's like just that. That's why that thirty for thirty is so good because it has like a true arc, and then you know the bulls obviously come in and ruin everyone's fun. 
it's so weird to me too when people will be like, "You didn't grow up a Bulls fan," and I'm like, "You don't understand what what I had right in my backyard." Right. And Reggie lived um, in the same neighborhood and lived down the street from my friend. Like it was like we saw him. Like he was wow. tangible in the '90s in Indianapolis. And to me, there was no one bigger. Right. And to have moments like that be part of your history, like yeah. that doesn't make you be like, yeah, I'm open to another team later on. Get out you know of what here. I mean? Yeah. When you see like someone literally just looking Spike Lee in his eyes and just being like, you know what? I'm just going to make this the worst night for you on the front row. Like here, let me just do that. And I didn't even really know or like Trey Young that much, but to see someone due to that crowd and and be mm, like because it's not hate i think there's genuine respect there like how oh, yeah. it's like made me love trey Young. well let's talk about trey because he is one of the players who is putting up big numbers let's take it back to march okay uh like mid-march and we had big cat putting up 60 Yeah, the skill of Carl Anthony Towns is off the charts. That's actually rarer than I thought. There have been like 314 no hitters in the history of baseball, uh, and I think really uh, that many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And like Cat became, I think, the 31st person to score 60 plus in a game. Wilt did it like every other game, so the the number of times it was done is not all that impressive. Wilt scored it thirty two times. Uh, Kobe Jeez. did it six times. Harden <laughs> did it four. Um, thirty two times. Thirty two. Dropping a cool sixty on him. But yeah, I don't know. the 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 cat game was awesome because I feel like he's flown a little bit under the radar prior to this season, and you know now we're starting to see him start to feel himself a little bit where where he's like. No, I'm the best shooting big man in the history of the game. Did you not realize that? Also, I mean, oh, do you want me to stat. win the three-point contest, too? Yeah. He yeah. says that with confidence now, too. Yeah, and you look at the stats, and he's got you know comparable to better numbers than Dirk in like, a lot of respects for when it comes to shooting. And his shot isn't like as picture-perfect as Dirk's was, I feel like. So, I don't know. I, th- I think that probably has something to do with it, but this is just fun to see it's also fun to see there's a clip where he finds out after the game that he put up 32 in the third (laughs) he's like i put up 32 in the third wow that's that's a lot of points for a single quarter right like am i am i making that up 32 points how did you take over responsibility to put this team on your back in that frame 32 in the third quarter damn all right um i love him and i think it's like You know, I live in Los Angeles, so it's like, who am I to judge? But it really is kind of a curse of small market where it's a blessing because of someone like me who roots for a small market team. I go, listen, you can do it through the draft. You see, the the Bucks Mm -hmm. did it. And we truly have forgotten already that they did. But like, I don't think their their fans have. Right. And I think the talent, like it's the talent distribution is just much greater than we've seen before because you almost felt like all right well we're like the top five players that will always ad nauseum just say out loud or like the dominant players and now we're having to add more and more players to that list you're like there's so many people on the horizon that are like uh, about to reach this next level that yeah like you're saying it's it's not all it's not always about like well is it 
attractive enough for the player to come to your because it's like you even hear about i mean i listen i'm team russ i will nothing has made me realize that i'm ready to be a mother more than my true unconditional love of russell westbrook like it just really (laughs) bothers me and then you look at the numbers it's like these are his numbers these are what they've always been but now he's in la and now he's with lebron and now it's like the spotlight is brighter, but this is who he is yeah. So you're you're acting like he's in some horrific slump, and he's not. This is how he plays. For Westbrook. When 15-0, he caught a boogie body. It, it's so different than I'm used to. Yeah, um, right. And it's like, listen, <laughs> over the last two years, I've had to root for Philip Rivers and Carson Wentz. And those are two <laughs> men that you wouldn't have been able to pay me to root for. So it's hey, like, Maddie Ice coming through. To, uh, uh, yes. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like I got a new boyfriend after my divorce and he's got a job and he likes my kids, you know, like, and he's vaccinated. Like the, the threshold is so low. There are people who, especially, I feel like there's more and more newer fans into the game, which is great because yeah. you know, the, the sport's growing, but I think, yeah, there's sometimes there is a little bit of like recency bias where it's like, well, we just won that last championship. Now what's going on with this other stuff? When also we have to look, we're like, we're, we're the tied for the most winning is franchise. So let's, Let's operate from a place of perspective in a yeah. way. Yeah, and, and I I know it's not one to one, but it's like the Rams just won the Super Bowl. Why don't you talk about that? You know, <laughs> right. the Dodgers won the World Series. Like, there's just like there's no they can't be satiated. When and I, like yeah, ugh, when the when people when the Cubs finally won, it's like listen, I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. <laughs> you guys have had so much. They're so mad at the Bears all the time. It's like the Blackhawks won three Stanley Cups in five years. Like, shut right. up. Just like. <laughs> Take a little happiness, and <laughs> Cleveland's the only place that can be upset. Right. I mean, Cleveland is a great example, also, of like one of these teams that suddenly, again, yes. like nobody was predicting them to be relevant this year, suddenly relevant because yes. of Mobley and Garland, like taking a step up. I love yeah. those two. Garland, especially. I really, uh, you know, he's, I think, his third year in, but like he's his, I love his shot. For some reason, like the that he shoots at the peak of his jump, like reminds me of Ray Allen. And I don't know. I love it. I've been very happy for them. Like that does end up being fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think to see like you know the quote unquote A fun storyline little guy win or be relevant. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back to talk more about how dang good these guys are at basketball. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut... 
Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So yeah, just to kind of continue through the absurd amount of skill, because so you have the young guns coming through, the jaw that, we, that we've talked about, but LeBron is having just an absurd season. It seems like he yeah. can get 50 on any night. He feels like expending the energy, essentially. And KD is still just unstoppable. Luca and Trey, Trey in particular, like in the period that we were talking about where everybody, there was like a different person putting up 50 every night. Like I think he had two games in a row where he was like in, in the 40s, like 46, 47 in a row. Yeah. But I, I want to talk about Kyrie. You know, that last episode we talked about Ja and like how that block in particular, but like also, you know, the the dunk on Pirtle, the full court pass to the falling out of bounds, you know, mid-range jumper at with point four left, like were things that I had never seen anyone do. Kyrie has that. Like Kyrie has some of the best ball handling, shot making combined. I've ever seen like he took the moves from the and one mixtapes that I, I, when I was growing up, I was like, some of these guys are in on it. Like the guys who are like falling over as they're just getting their ankles broken. (laughs) You were watching like hot sauce paid that guy to get close or get twisted up. (laughs) I'm like, I'm an and one mixtape conspiracy theorist. (laughs) Or, Or I was until I started seeing Kyrie do it to, you know, other professionals in the NBA. And he's putting it together with like some of the most incredible shot making that you've ever seen. He has like some dribble moves where it appears he's picking up his dribble. And yeah. then if you like watch it slowed down extra and people are literally like three steps behind him when he gets his shot off. And I don't know, he like puts a spin on his crossover dribbles. So they like pop back up into his hand. It, it feels like 
the stuff that AI made me realize was possible, like, but done almost in a more like fluid way. It's just, it's a beautiful thing to behold. And a lot of, there's a lot of distraction around him, but I do just like when he has it going, it's really one of the coolest things to watch in the history of the game. There was a thread we were talking about in the first episode with KD's eye for like good players, like calling out uh, Ja when he was a freshman at Murray State, I think, and you know, calling out Devin Booker when he was a rookie and like people weren't on to him yet. There, there just seems to be a lot of admiration for what he can do because it is, it is like magic. There, well, you can't argue with magic. it yeah. when you're watching it and you're like, well, that's like, yeah, like you're saying, even like when the hezzy comes, you're, I'm even like getting shook watching a clip and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm not playing against him, but he sold that hesitation so well. He kind of reminds me of also like, just to put my old old man out on is like you know pete kevin johnson too just mm. like with how as a guard back then because you know just being so direct so aggressive and just being like i'm i'm i love to score and i'm going to do that however which way i can i don't know there's just a nice it, it's nice to see that tradition of you know the, the dynamic point guard kind of continue But just generally, it does feel like we've gone from a league with LeBron and KD being part of this like bipolar, like Cold War era, you know, power structure or, you know, and Steph was in there, obviously. But now it just it's it's open. It's a it's the Wild West. I'm super excited. I'm excited for the, the Pacers. Like I know Sabonis was a tough <laughs> loss. You are? I, I am. I am too. I, I am love too. Halliburton and I love Me too. I love Rick Carlisle. Yeah. I'm excited for the playoffs this year because I'm a true free agent. If the Lakers were in contention, I would have to be rooting for them along with my husband. And now I'm like, I really think I'm just going to be able to like, root for everyone to have fun (laughs) Um, and root for everybody to do their best. Like, it's like, I, there's not a team that I'm like, Oh, I'll be mad if they win. There is something freeing when you go into like a postseason and you can just be a neutral. Yeah. Cause there is, there is a level of like stress that comes along with, you know, putting your emotions into watching your team go through. And now I can be like, yeah, man, I'm just going to kind of watch Joker go off. Uh, yeah. love to watch that man's feet go, and you know the Suns. I'm sure will do very, very well. Um, but yeah, enjoying there. There is a lot of enjoyment available when you can kind of, just, you know, disconnect yourself from like the the need or the glory chasing from yeah. being you know tied to yeah. specific. And teams. there's a lot to like, so it's like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know I liked them. Yeah. Um, and... even me, I'm like the Suns, man. They might win it, and yeah. in my Laker centric universe, I'm like, well, not them. But in my mind, I'm like. Eh, Listen, Shaq said that the Lakers would beat the Suns in a series. And he's played for both teams, so he would know. He knows. Yeah. I want Memphis to make a run, a deep run, just because I want to see them continue to like kind of 
contend for years and I feel like it would be valuable to them. I'm a Sixers fan. You know, my dad was a NBA coach for people who didn't know that. And that was the last team he worked for. And so I, I have some years invested in Embiid and I just love him and love his game. And it's been a blast to watch him develop, but I'm not such a fan that I'm like, I want to see a it team has to be them. I, I want to like last year, for instance, I noticed I was rooting for Giannis throughout, even though I was like, he'd kill the Sixers. Like, but I, <laughs> right. so I'm not like at that level of fandom where I'm like strategically rooting for the rest of the league. I'm right. like, I want to yeah. see the Nets make a run. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, and if they beat the Sixers, like that's fine. Cause I, I just love Katie and Kyrie and I would love to see, you know, the other sign that I'm not like other Sixers fans, I would love to see Ben Simmons kind of get it together and, you know, too. fit in nicely there. Oh um, my gosh. I want him back. I really feel for him. Yeah. Um, I love him. And I think it's honestly just because I watched the documentary of him when he was like a teen boy. Yeah. Um, and I also love Zion. Right. Absolutely. I Although I think he's not coming back this season. No, he's right? Not. No, but he's that's, not. that's what else is exciting Wait. is like, so I'm already excited for the Pelicans next year and yeah. the Clippers next year because now <laughs> there's like two great teams. I mean, the the Pelicans will see, but the Clippers are a contender immediately once they get back to full strength. Like right. that's exciting. I don't know. The league's very good right now. It's yeah. good TV. Look at us talking like level-headed basketball uh, enjoyers. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and then devolving into screaming. You know, because it's like my team's out. Yeah, Miles. I think we can be honest. Your team's yeah. probably out. <laughs> Jack, in, we're interested to see. We're interested to see, and I love Doc. I would yeah. leave CJ in a heartbeat for Doc. Like he, <laughs> I just love him. I love his whole family. I love how we traded right. his grandkids away. Like he's yeah, just yeah. my hero. That there, yeah. There's storylines. There's a lot of feel good, fun, happy things. Even the Celtics, yeah. I go, hey, sure, why not? Yeah, that's where I draw the line. That's where I stop being a level headed <laughs> fan. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, although Tatum, I mean, that's that is somebody like I feel like when people are talking about young, exciting players, they yeah. probably don't bring up Tatum as much as they should. But in terms of two way, like his defensive numbers are incredible, and he is pretty amazing. And they, I think they have as good a chance as like I would if I had to predict I would probably predict the Celtics coming out of the east which wow my heart a little bit all right let's take one more break and we'll come right back the NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut... 
Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. And we just spent the ad break trying to figure out who who the baby's middle name is going to be. After. Well, yeah, because you said we're going to do some trivia. And I'm like, I really let you guys off the hook. Yeah. I still have not guessed my baby's middle name. So the trivia, it's uh, put together by super producer Jabari Davis. Just some some fun stuff from the Pacers that mm-hmm. took me down memory lane. Miles, you're playing as well? Yeah, why not? I, don't, okay. I haven't seen the answer, so yeah. All Let right. me preface this. There is something called pregnancy brain where you cannot remember. Don't anything. worry. This isn't to, this this isn't is to take your Pacers that. card away. All right. Although one of yeah. these seems mean. I'm just going to say, Jabari, this one is mean. But ah! uh, all right. So first question, who is second on the Indiana Pacers all-time scoring list? Jermaine O'Neal? No. Reggie Miller leads with 25,279 points. This person is at 12,871. Oh, wow. I'm sho- I, I, I'm honestly shocked it's not Jermaine. Mm. Yeah, I was... That's who he, mm. I was going to guess. Same position as Jermaine. Is it Dutch Daddy? Yeah. Rick Smith? What? Rick Smith, baby. Woo! Derek looking, looking, can't find an open man, flips it to the big fella, fake shoots, and hits! You know, he's huge into motocross now. Seven foot four. Seven foot four. He's not driving. Yes, he is. What? He is a dirt bike champion. It's It looks like a circus performer. It's hilarious. <laughs> Do they I have mean, weight classes in way that? Way to be on like, brand. <laughs> where the big guys, they're just like, he can keep upright. That's incredible. No, his like, I'm saying his hip to the top of his head is the full length of all the other motocross boys all right next up and this is obscure like i i wouldn't have gotten any of these uh, okay that makes me feel better i mean i could only like think of like the second highest esteemed pacer in my memory to get that answer. right but at this point now where i don't second best haircut of haircut. all time uh in oh my pacer's god history when they all shaved their heads I, uh, <laughs> poor Rick. <laughs> who is the all-time best defensive rating as a member of the pacers this pacer has been mentioned already in the episode. Rick Smith. No. 
Um, Antonio Davis? No. He stays working. Oh, runner test. You're naming your baby after. Meta World Peace. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, yeah. Meta. That does make sense. That makes sense. Good for him. So locked down. I I remember, Mm. like, Jordan never liked anyone's game. And Jordan was like, that is my guy. He actually seemed like he could shut me down at times. Um, all right, this is the one I was saying was a little bit mean. Who has the most all-time triple doubles in a Pacers uniform? Why is it mean? Um, no one. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Trick question. Um, the Pacers aren't a team. Uh, <laughs> is it like Slick Leonard? Do we have to go back to no. like the ABA? <laughs> no, it's a dear. It's a newly <clears throat> departed. Oh, Sabonis. Eighteen triple doubles. Yeah, wow. that's wild. I, I have lots of love for Sabonis. He just had a baby. He got married and had a baby too. And I always think he's going to have an accent. <laughs> it's like, no, he, was, he grew up in Portland. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I had no idea that he didn't have an accent. Yeah. So th- those are the, there, there's one bonus question if needed, but how many times did Reggie lead the league in three point field goals made? I mean, he played for like 15 seasons. Yeah, this is this is like low to me. It's only really? two. Yeah, oh, I was gonna, oh, I was was gonna like, say eleven. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that was. I yeah, I feel like it was at a time when there were there were maybe these like three point specialists who were just out there kind of hucking. Yeah, he led in uh, free throws. I think like almost every year he was in the league though, like free throw percentage. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so what? What year? What seasons was that? That was like was in what ninety three, ninety five. Oh, yeah. 9397. 9397. Those were the years, baby. Yeah. Okay, okay, any any guesses as to my baby's middle name? Do you oh, want another man. clue? Yes. I mean, I, I, there's like two clues I could give you and they both will fully give it away. Um he's also I think a go at podcasting. <laughs> Pace. And he has not been mentioned yet. Hmm. Lance Stevens? Oh, I wish. Lance is a <laughs> true angel, and I actually am so happy he's back on the Pacers. The only bat when you say podcaster, I'm thinking like JJ Reddick, but that doesn't even co- that's not even close. So an OG podcaster before any of us, probably. I don't know. Fab five. Jalen? Yep. Wow. That's wow. a great name, too. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, it can't be Brad Miller. You're not going to name your milk. The middle name is going to be Brad. Austin Crozier. Who knows all the smoke? Jalen. Yeah. Oh, man. What a name. What a player. What a podcaster, too. His mom invented the name, you know? So we got to give her props, too. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And we're a big Jalen Green family over here, too, obviously. We love any Filipino in the NBA. Right, yeah. right, right. Of course. Salute. Yeah. Salute. All right. Well, Megan, thank you so much for staying with us all this time. Uh, yeah. Truly, we were honored to have you, and we wish you so much luck with baby Jalen. Um, <laughs> Middle name Jalen. Blank Jalen. Yeah, yeah. Baby blank Jalen Gailey Toledano. That's right. Know. There you That's go. That's right. Once I saw how big 10 centimeters was, I said, we are throwing my name on this project. <laughs> Not a chance your Zion size baby's coming out of me and Gailey's going nowhere on him. Mm-mm. Nope. 
Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Gosh, well, you know, I'm going to be having a baby, so I'm going to be taking a bit of a break. Um, good. But I do have um, a couple podcasts I host. Gosh, I'm kind of a Jalen. Um, I have one on Cousin Sal Sports Network called Megan Fun of Sports that I host with a former um, Patriots reporter, which is very difficult for my little Colt's heart. And mm-hmm. then I also host one called I Love a Lifetime Movie, and I just finished working on um, the second season of Pause with Sam J that will be coming out on HBO at some point this summer. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. This has been uh, the second episode of Miles, Miles and, and Jack, Jack Got, Got Mad Boosties. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts more Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.